Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Job 21. Job says God will deal with the wicked. Then Job answered, listen carefully to my speech and let this be your way of consolation. Bear with me that I may speak. Then after I have spoken, you may mock. As for me, is my complaint to man? And why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be astonished and put your hand over your mouth. And when I remember, I am disturbed and horror takes hold of my flesh. Why do the wicked still live? Continue on, also become very powerful. Their descendants are established with them in their sight and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear and the rod of God is not on them. His ox mates without fail. His cow calves and does not abort. They send forth their little ones like the flock, and their children skip about. They sing the timbrel and harp and rejoice at the sound of the flute. They spend their days in prosperity, and suddenly they go down to Sheol. They say to God, Depart from us. We do not even desire the knowledge of your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what would we gain if we entreat him? Behold, their prosperity is not in their hand. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How often is the lamp of the wicked put out? Or does their calamity fall on them? Does God apportion destruction in his anger? And are they as straw before the wind and like chaff which the storm carries away? You say, God stores away a man's iniquity for his sons. Let God repay him so that he may know it. Let his own eyes see his decay and let him drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what does he care for his household after him when the number of his months is cut off? Can anyone teach God knowledge? In that he judges those on high. One dies in his full strength, being wholly at ease and satisfied. His sides are filled out with fat, and the marrow of his bones moist, while another dies with a bitter soul, never even tasting anything good. Together they lie down in the dust, and worms cover them. Behold, I know your thoughts, the plans by which you would wrong me. 
For you say, where is the house of the nobleman? Where is the tent, the dwelling places of the wicked? Have you not asked wayfaring men, and do you not recognize their witness? For the wicked is reserved for the day of calamity. They will be led forth at the day of fury. Who will confront him with his actions, and who will repay him for what he has done? While he is carried to the grave, men will keep watch over his tomb. The clods of the valley will gently cover him. Moreover, all men will follow after him, while countless ones go before him. How then will you vainly comfort me? For your answers remain full of falsehood. God says he will deal with the wicked. And Job affirms this. God says that revenge or retribution is not yours. It's his. That's difficult for us to deal with. Whenever somebody wrongs us or whenever we see somebody that we know is evil and they're they're uh, having success, it kind of it makes us frustrated, especially when we're trying so hard and it's like we can't even get what they get. Why are these wicked, evil, or why are these just horrible things coming out of someone who's achieving so much success and yet we're sitting here trying to produce such good fruit and not seeing the same success. Well, here's the first problem. They have nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. We should want God's best for us. That does not mean we should want God's best for everyone and we all get the exact same. I want the most, I want the best, I want the epitome of who I am to be who I am. And I want that same level of expectation of the best, the best and the best to be what I receive. I want to be the best that I can be and therefore I'll receive the best that I can receive. Not everybody is to get the same, but everybody is to get blessing. Everyone. So when someone is out and we see the wicked or the evil or just people who are doing things on purpose, hurting other people, and it looks like everything they touch turns to gold. Well, that's not true. It's not true at all. And they're going to suffer. They have a short time of self-serving, self-inward thought, pride. They have just a short window, which may look at us or look to us like beautiful car, beautiful wife, or beautiful husband, or uh, large house, big bank account. We're not measuring that correctly. That is not success. That's what the world says success is. But someone once pointed out to me that car could have been stolen. That beautiful man or woman with them could have been hired, paid for. That house could have been bought with drug money bank account can be filled with all kinds of evil 
but does not measure success. What measures success is relationships, authentic, godly relationships. And so as we continue to work on ourselves, those things that are out there where we see other people achieving what we desire and us failing, that brings us to a point of failure because we become envious and jealous. Or when someone does us wrong and then we see good things happen to them, we want revenge. God says, no, revenge is mine. We have to get rid of that uh, focus on other people and what they have. And we have to learn true contentment in what we have. Because when we're saying to God, why is that person getting more than me? Basically, what we're also saying is, God, you're not fair. And also, God, you're not giving me enough. But what we should be figuring out is, why? When I'm given a little bit, what do I do with it? Do I take the things that God has given me and do I actually use them the way he's asked me to? Do I even ask him how he wants me to use what he's given me? Or do I just take them in selfishly and think they're mine, they're mine, they're mine, and I'll do with it what I want? So if I can't be trusted with a little bit, how could he trust me with more? So, the wicked will be judged by God. The wicked will be taken care of by God. We don't have to worry about that. What we have to worry about is that we don't become wicked. None of us desire that. But envy, where does it lead? Jealousy? Sin that comes into our life? Judging other people? Telling God that he's not enough? Taking everything that we have and using it really selfishly on ourself? How, how can we expect to get more if we can't be trusted with a little? Father, I just pray that you could just continue to bless. No one can bless like you. And help us to understand that as you're giving us these blessings, you have a plan and you have a purpose. And you're so faithful, and many times we're selfish. Father, help us to seek after your desire, seek after your plan, your guidance, and what you would like for us to do with the blessings, the gifts, the passions, the desires, everything that you've given us. Let us search out your purpose so that we can fulfill your will. Because, Father, I want to be trusted. And I know that you've got big plans. And I'm so thankful that you involved me in the small plans, preparing me for those big plans. Let me live a life worthy that you see that I can be trusted so that you can give me more. Because all I want is more people to come to know you. I want my family to be raised knowing you. I want my children to grow up passionately in love with you. And I want all of our lives to be used as vessels to reach other people who don't know you. Thank you for the blessings you've given and 
Father, thank you that you've got more to send. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.